Hello my fellow cosmic beings, my cosmic brothers and sisters. Welcome back to my channel. I'm Ashley for those of you who are new here. This is your spiritual safe space where we discuss all things spiritual. So if this is of interest to you then please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe to this channel for more consistent content. Guys, today I want to talk about your fears and how you can work with your wounds to manifest a highest version of yourself and really connect with divine source and really just really get to know yourself at the core. So before we get into it, I just want to say Jupiter is in Pisces. We thank the Lord. It has been difficult having Jupiter in Aquarius, but nonetheless, we persevered. It is now time for us to really get true, real with ourselves and reconnected with our true identity. Remember who we have been in our past lives. Remember who we are on a cosmic level. Remember who we are on a soul level and integrate all those beautiful experiences into this present moment. So this is why I'm talking about your fears because if you are not familiar with astrology, then maybe you don't know, but those of you who are, the 12th house is ruled by Pisces and that is where all the things to do with your subconscious your unconscious mind reside now jupiter being in that sign means that anything that you have fears around anything that you have anxiety around is going to be somewhat expanded and i just had jupiter in aquarius in my first house so that was of great focus for me everything that i had feared about myself everything that i had feared about people everything that gave me anxiety was magnified and the beautiful thing about jupiter is that although it might magnify these negative elements these flaws these things that we find you know that we don't want to pay attention to the things that we just want to ignore about ourselves the things that we want to remain secret jupiter is a loving grandpa energy grandma energy that gives you the wisdom to actually overcome these things that create anxiety and fear in your life it gives you the encouragement and the optimism to actually deface these things that are causing problems in your everyday life and get to the root cause of why they are there and also to work out how to get rid of them so that is the beautiful thing about jupiter in its other domicile pisces is that although it might expand our fears and anxieties it's also going to bring into um focus our desires our dreams our fantasies the things that we may not really tell other people are going to be magnified for us and it's all part of the process to bring them to our awareness and to make us either clear them out or to use them for advantage so let's talk about your fears and how you can work with them to manifest the highest version of yourself so i like to use examples because i believe the universe has put every single one of us here to be an example to other people so i have no problems talking about my own personal fears and anxieties and demons because 
we all have them. So in my 12th house, I have a multitude of um, planets residing there, doing all sorts of stuff. Um, and I found the 12th house energy, although I am a Pisces, the most difficult to navigate because sometimes you don't see your fears clearly and they create illogical um, responses and reactions to things around you from a wounded place. So one of the things that I really struggled with my entire life um, was when I had the realization that I am not the ideal weight that I want to be. I've always had a problem with the amount of food I eat, um, using it as a form of comfort, um, not having a healthy relationship to food and therefore as a result putting on significant amount of weight because of that. Now you might be looking at me thinking what the hell is she talking about? This is literally me, the highest manifestation at this present moment um, in comparison to who I was in the beginning of 2021 or the size that I saw myself in 2021. And Jupiter, Jupiter in Aquarius allowed me to really work with restricting myself in many different ways um in a positive way restricting how much i ate restricting how much alcohol i drank in fact it helped me stop drinking alcohol completely stop abusing substances completely um when i say substances i'm just talking about you know the the lowest forms of substances it's not like i was a heavy drug user but um you know it helped me restrict the need to self-medicate or to, to find comfort in things that ultimately create an excess in me or in my environment. So I had a complete shift when it came to my values, um, how I spend money, how I interact with others, how I see the world, you know, how I recognize my worth, how I recognize what my purpose here is. So Jupiter, in Aquarius really allowed me to fix those issues in myself, those wounds that stopped me from being the highest manifestation of me at the core. Um, and that's an example of how you can use astrology, one, but also your connection to yourself, your intuition to really work on what your wounds are, where they come from and why they're there. And a lot of our wounds come from traumatic experiences that we've had that no longer exist. When I say no longer exist, they're no longer present in our environment. We are no longer in that same environment that would have created that trauma in the first place. And sometimes our trauma is something that we've come to identify with so strongly that it's really hard for us to really cut that you know tie between us and the trauma and become separate from it um and i've had many uh, traumatic experiences in my life but one of the things that i've always found that isn't helpful is over identifying with those traumatic experiences yes they happen to you yes they may have shaped who you are yes they may have um you know, limited your view or shaped your environment or changed your future in some shape or form, but they are not you. They are not there for you to identify with and to stick to your identity, to wear it as a badge. Those things happen to you. Unfortunately, they happened and they're not a part of you. 
okay they may have influenced who you are but they are not a part of you that has to stay there forever there's a part of you that needs to learn and accept that everybody goes through traumatic experiences it's not a great thing i wish we could live in a world where everybody didn't experience trauma or didn't have fear or didn't have anxiety and didn't um face depression but unfortunately these things exist but what can we do to utilize our experiences of the negative things that have happened in our lives we can learn from them and not only learn from them we can heal them and grow from them and be an example to other people now i don't have to sit here and you know air all my dirty laundry <laughs> for you to know that perhaps i have been through some really traumatic experiences in my life maybe when i'm you know a feature on someone else's podcast and that is a topic we'll talk about it but one of the things that i know for sure is that every single individual in this planet has the ability to heal themselves you have the biological ability to heal yourself you have the psychological capacity to heal yourself you have the emotional capacity to heal yourself the problem is is the fear that we have around doing and you know going the longevity of that process it's not easy it's not an easy process and some of the some of the things that i see being talked about talked about around spirituality may indicate that it's an easy process yes we can sit here and we can say you know all the great things about spirituality um after the fact but the reality is that the spiritual journey is a very challenging journey one that includes more than anything healing thyself healing thy wounds and if you're going to embark on any spiritual journey then that is something that comes with it as with everything there is a positive and a negative and with the spiritual journey yes you expand your consciousness yes you develop a, a great sense of worth yes you get really connected to your true nature yes you feel the love of divine source and you know the great energy that you can achieve but you also have to be responsible you also have to be mature and you also have to face the parts of you that don't feel so great and i don't like saying bad because they're not bad parts of you they're just distorted fragmented parts of you that need to be tweaked a little bit if you want to see it that way and one of the things that i want people to understand about spirituality is that we're not achieving a state of perfectionism that is not what we're working towards there is nothing in this world that is perfect everything is perfectly imperfect in its own way so when we're talking about wounds we're not talking about healing your wounds so you can become a perfect version of yourself no that's not what we're talking about we're talking about facing these demons facing these fears facing your anxiety facing your depression taking it by the hand and befriending it and understanding that this is a part of you that needs loving that is the main thing here it's a part of you that needs acknowledgement it's a part of you that needs nurturing it's a part of you that needs care and it's a part of you that needs loving and when you befriend your fear when you befriend your anxiety when you befriend the things that make you scared when you take that step when you bring that courage into that experience there is nothing that can stop you from going the extra mile and healing that part of you that doesn't feel so good 
And the whole purpose of the healing journey is to nurse that part of you that doesn't feel so great into feeling great. How do you take those wounds? How do you take that fear? How do you take that anxiety and make it into something beautiful? Okay, we have people who write poems when they're in the depths of despair. We have people who create art when they're in absolutely traumatic experiences, when they're having a really difficult time dealing with the things in their environment. We have people who create music, beautiful, passionate, caring music when they are going through the lights of a heartbreak because through your wounds, there is something that can be nurtured. There's something that can be grown and it's about honoring that, you know, there is Part of the human psyche that has to feed on transformation that has to feed on rebirth that has to feed on the death and the loss and the letting go and getting rid of things that no longer serve us is part of our humane experience the only difference is is that we've grown up in a society where it tells us it's drilling home that if there's any part of you that's fragmented, then there's something wrong with you. And I'm here to tell you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Every single person has their own individual battles, obstacles, restrictions, limitations. Every single one of us has that. And the more we talk about it is the more we create a healing environment and a safe space for us to really do the work, to channel that energy that we feel towards it in a positive way. It's not about ridding yourself of these experiences or ridding yourself of this traumatic um, experience to, you know, just never have any trauma in your life again. That's just unrealistic. It's just not who we are in nature. You're gonna have experiences that don't feel so good. And the whole point of the experiences that don't feel so good is not to teach us how to manage life in its totality there's going to be good and there's going to be bad or not so good <laughs> experiences that you have but it's about how we navigate that how we respond to that and how we um adjust our lens to those experiences okay one of the things that you can do to really work with yourself and your wounds is to be patient some of us are healing lines of trauma ancestral trauma things that your nan and her 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 nan <laughs> dealt with you know lines of problems you know that have happened over centuries that need healing and sometimes it stops with you okay sometimes that trauma that pain unfortunately stops with you and that's a large responsibility to carry trust me i've been there i know but the excitement and the the feeling that you get from knowing that you are making a change to your line of family your legacy is bigger than that responsibility of knowing that you need to heal it and that's why it's so important to not over identify with your healing because sometimes it's not just you okay sometimes what you're dealing with is something that has been happening in your family line for centuries and you are just the next person that's having to take that responsibility to really clear out that energy and move your family on from that issue 
So whilst you're experiencing it, yes, it can be absolutely traumatic, absolutely dramatic and absolutely the worst thing that you can imagine going through. But on the other side, it's really important that for your kids and their kids and their kids and their kids and their kids, and their kids that you take that responsibility you understand that your purpose here is great you have a meaning you have a job to do aside from the materialistic job the materialistic gains you know that patriarchal world that is being you know consistently driven for us you have a maternal job to do which is to nurture to care to condition to love support and encourage yourself and others into that journey of healing that is ultimately beneficial for you your line of family and the planet so that's the first thing you can do the second thing you can do is deface your fears now a lot of us have this tendency to give your fear anxiety your flaws a name you give them an identity that gives them a greater presence in your environment and by doing that you allow them the space to fester you allow them the space to have a significant influence over who you are and in reality they have no significance over who you are they're just something that you experienced previously so you want to get real with yourself and really figure out why do i feel this is a fear i'll give you an example i had a great fear of spiders everybody has a great fear of spiders like most people not everybody most people have a great fear of spiders but my fear of spiders is illogical it used to be illogical actually i would say used to be it still is somewhat but i've gotten better at it but my fear of spiders was ultimately down to an issue that I have with control. Um, when I got down to the nitty and gritty of it, spiders scare me because I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> I don't know where they come from. They just appear. I don't know why they're there. I don't know what they're going to do while they're there. When I don't see where they are, I don't know where they've gone. And that lack of control over a damn spider is what gives me anxiety and fear and do you know what the universe done the universe moved a spider into my house in the highest corner of my house that i could not reach and left it there for about three weeks i thought this spider's gonna die when are you gonna die there's no food up there when are you gonna die eventually you're gonna die or eventually you're gonna have to come down and get food and you know then i'll have my opportunity and in the beginning, every day, I looked in that corner. Every time I went in the kitchen, I looked in that corner. Just looking for Mr. Spider. Are you still here? Have you moved out yet? And the spider was not budging. It would crawl out a little bit, and then it would crawl back in, and then it would crawl out a little bit, and then it would crawl back in. And it just eventually, it became a part of the house. And I was just like, what it's going to do, you live here now. So you're going to do whatever you want to do. And it's, it's all right. I just have to make peace with that. And I think after about three two three weeks i had even forgotten the spider was there um i've looked for it every now and again but it wasn't that i wasn't that phased by it and i remember going into the kitchen one day and the spider had made its way down the wall and it was just there and i just took the opportunity and i just thanked the spirit for you know teaching me that you know 
there's no need to be scared of something that I ultimately cannot control. It was in the corner of the kitchen that I couldn't reach. I cannot control that. It was there for two weeks. I couldn't control that. It decided when it wanted to come down, I could not control that. So I had to learn to get rid of that irrational fear that I had around spiders. Um, and when it came down, I killed it, unfortunately. Forgive me, Lord. I, I prayed afterwards, but... Um, when it came down and I had gotten rid of it since then, my responses to seeing spiders have really decreased. I'm just like, oh, there's a spider. I need to, I even put one out the window the other day. It wasn't a big one. I'm still terrified of those in some shape or form, but I put it out the window instead of killing it. Usually I will kill them, but I put it out the window. I said, oh, you got, you, young man, go, you go live your life. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be responsible for killing you today. So you go, you go ahead and live your life. And that is one of the ways that you can deface your fears. Really understanding what that fear is, because the reality is the thing that is creating fear for you is not the root cause of that fear. Okay. Sometimes, you know, the thing that we're most anxious about is because of something else that happened that created that anxiety. And now that anxiety is attached to a multitude of things that create the same feeling in us. So you wanna do the work and you can do that by journaling, you can do that by meditating, you can do that by past life regressions, you can do that just by connecting with yourself and really figuring out where does this fear come from? And most often than not, your higher self will tell you, you know, this fear is illogical because it comes from your childhood or this fear is illogical because it comes from that partner who did X, Y, and Z when they were, you know, with you. So you wanna make the, the step to do that. And then three, you wanted to make peace with whatever it is that you're addressing. You wanna forgive yourself and make peace with the fact that something happened that wasn't, you know, the most desirable outcome, but ultimately it contributed to who you are in some shape or form today. And the contribution that it usually should give is a lesson, not change completely who you are, but a lesson to give you a direction of being more cautious or more aware of whatever it is that happened that you found less desirable happening again, okay? It shouldn't make you live in fear that that same thing is gonna happen, although sometimes it can. Um, it shouldn't make you do that. Your wounds should not have that much control over you, okay? So you wanna make peace and forgive yourself or forgive people involved for the role that they played in whatever happened to you. And it's easier said than done, trust me. There's situations where forgiving the other person is almost like impossible because of how much hurt and pain they caused to someone else. And I completely understand that. I completely get it. I've been on that end of the spectrum. But what didn't do me any justice was holding that feeling inside of my own body, inside of my own head. When we don't forgive someone or we don't make peace with a situation, we make ourselves sick by how much that situation lives inside of us. How much that situation prevents us from really being ourselves. How much that situation prevents you from connecting with your divine source, your love, your care your nurture your confidence for yourself okay 
so you have to weigh out the pros and cons and forgiving someone doesn't mean that you forgive them and you know whatever they did doesn't matter anymore that's not why you forgive someone you forgive someone to make peace in your own heart and mind you forgive someone so that you can move forward not they can move forward because they have to deal with their own demons about whatever it is that they contributed to the situation but you give for you forgive someone so that you can move forward so guys that is just what i want to speak to you about today especially as jupiter is now in pisces and there's a lot of talk about how great jupiter in pisces is and i don't want to take away from that but i also want to talk about the reality of jupiter being in pisces is that it will expand your fear and anxiety because of the sign that it is in so these are just some of my takes on how you can deal with that energy as it arises and what you can look forward to as a result of dealing with that energy so all the rest guys i hope we speak soon take care and if you are new here do not forget to like this video comment if it resonates and subscribe for more consistent content we will speak soon all the rest